consecrated unto thee, O God. Take my moments and my days and let it flow in sickness, praise of God. started one more time do it unto the Lord hallelujah praise the Lord hallelujah if you don't respond I won't stop praise the Lord thank you so much I would like to first of all acknowledge the presence of our father our papa the most reverend bishop Richard and he agreed with a standing ovation unto the Lord let's bless the Lord for his life Let's bless the Lord for his obedience to the call. Let's just give the Lord some shout. Hallelujah. Glory. Not to me, unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. You may take your seats. Mama Joanne is also in the house. Let's praise the name of the Lord for her life. Let's bless his name. Glory. Hallelujah. We have Reverend Mrs. Sally Mamaga in the house. Let's bless the name of the Lord for her. Hallelujah. We have Prophet, Prophet Che Mensa in the house. Bless the name of the Lord for him. We have Reverend Mrs. Che Mensa. Bless the Lord for her life. Hallelujah. We want to bless the name of the Lord for all Reverend Ministers, all pastors from headquarters, Ashama branch, Afienya branch, all invited guests, all ministers' wives. Let's give it up unto the Lord for your presence. And to you, great men, great women, thank you so much for being here. Hallelujah. It's time for the word of God. Are you excited? Today, we are getting the word from a radical woman. Do you know radical? People who can break, <clears throat> break foundations with their tongues and break down buildings just by praying. Oh, Apostle John has a special name for her. I'll leave that for him to come in. <laughs> Hallelujah. In these last days, we need radical people. We need people who are of the end-time militia, as Bishop Afali and Apostle Apini always like to say. So with a standing ovation unto the Lord, I want you to help me welcome Reverend Pastor Mrs. Kwesin as she mounts the whole thing. Hallelujah. Until she picks the mic, don't stop clapping. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. How sweet the name of Jesus sound in a believer's Suits his sorrows, heals his suits, and drives away. 
Tonight is a good night because you found yourself in the presence of the Lord. Bible says that no one comes before his presence and leaves the same. That was why David said something that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. What is it about the house of the Lord? No one comes before his presence and leaves the same. If only you will avail yourself, you have an encounter with him because his word is here. Hallelujah. Tonight, the Lord will do us good because we are in his presence and he will give us his word. Hallelujah. Shall we share a word of prayer? We are before you, dear Lord. Unto you be all glory. Unto you be all praise. Unto you be all adoration, because you are God all by yourself. You who holds the heavens and the earth, and created all things. There is no one like unto thee. Heaven is your throne and earth your footstool. You do whatever pleases you and you take counsel from no man. That is why you are called. Tonight your people have gathered once more to hear you speak. It is not me, O oh God. It is you that will speak through my spirit. These words are not my words. They are your words, O oh Lord. So speak, Lord. I commit the hearts of your people into your hands, O oh God. That these hearts shall be like the fertile ground that received your word. And bore fruit 30, 60, and 100, my God. Let these hearts be fertile in your presence. That as your word comes forth tonight, it shall be a seed that will be sown in the hearts of your people. That will bear much fruit. 
I submit myself, O God, to the authority of this altar. And I submit myself to the authority of this house. Now, Lord, have your own way. Holy Spirit, move in your own way. Speak unto us, Lord. Your word brings light. Your word brings understanding. Let it be so tonight. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to appreciate the life of our father, the papa of the house. Hallelujah. I don't take this for granted. He has been one man that has shown to us that he is indeed a father. Whatever the situation may be, as long as you connect with him, you will live fulfilled. I always say that I thank God I met him because he's done a lot in my life and he's still doing it because he avails himself for God to use him to be a blessing unto my life. And I believe that he has been a blessing to everyone that is seated here in one way or the other. Hallelujah. And because of his obedience, that is why women, we can stand. That is why he will give us the opportunity. Who am I? But that's taking the grace of God to stand here. I don't take it for granted, Daddy. I salute you. The Lord bless you so much for having that confidence in me. Hallelujah. I thank God for the life of Mama Joanne. Such a sweet woman. When I told her that, Mommy, Daddy said I'll be preaching Gaini. And she said, all that she said is, you are well able. And that was so much of an encouragement to me. Mommy, the Lord bless you so much for all your support. This morning, she just sent me a text, more fire, more fire. And I know that tonight, the fire of the Lord will visit us. Amen. Thank you so much, Mommy, for all your support and all your encouraging words. I salute the great women of God in this house and the mighty men of God in this house. Hallelujah. It all, it's all set for the word of God. Yesterday, we learned something very profound here. That it drew our attention to the fact that women will carry purpose. And we have an assignment upon our lives that we need to fulfill. That all will see the manifestation of women in this world. Hallelujah. And he said other thing that we are God's end time militians. That have a definite agenda. That we can do nothing but to fulfill it. That he said one other thing. That we shall have various visitations. For there is going to be an outpouring of the spirit of God upon all women. That we can no longer be at ease. That whatever God has invested in our lives as women, we need to bring it forth. The outpouring of the Miriam spirit. 
The outpouring of the Deborah spirit. The outpouring of the Anna spirit. That no longer will we feel at ease, but we shall arise and fulfill what God has destined in our lives in these last days. Because creation is waiting for us to manifest. But we can no longer be hidden because the Lord himself will be at work in our lives. It is not by might, it is not by power, but it will take the Lord himself coming through and outpouring his spirit upon us. Are we ready? For the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but it is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 14, 17. Are we ready as women? God is not going to use all. No. Don't be deceived. God is looking out for available women. Those that have set themselves apart. Those that have separated themselves solely unto him. Those are the people that he will use. And I believe that once you have stepped here, it is because you have set yourself apart for God. And he will surely use you in these last days. Because in these last days, so much is going on that if you don't have stability in the spirit, it will take you by surprise. Because the things that are bound to happen in the last days, if you are not grounded and well-founded, you will crumple. Hallelujah. The woman and the last days. How well are we prepared for the last days? We are in the latter part of the last days. The days are so short. No time to waste. No time again for childish things. We need to arise as women. How well are we preparing ourselves for the last days? There are three questions I want us to ask ourselves and deliberate on it as we go home. One, are we in the right relationship with God? If God can use us in these last days, we need to have a right standing with God. We need to go deeper with God so that he can use us so that when he speaks unto us, we will hear and we'll go by his instructions. Are we in the right relationship with God? Two, are we living a life of obedience? All these great women that he spoke to us about yesterday, they all led a life of obedience and God used them mightily. If God can use us in these last days, it calls for obedience. It calls for us to live a life of total obedience. Not that I can, be, I can be obedient in this one, but I cannot be obedient in this. Bible says that if you obey all and you offend in one, you have offended in all. Call this calling for women who will live a life of obedience. Three, are we spiritually alert to discern the signs of the end time? These are the three things I want us to ponder about. Are we in the right relationship with God? Are we living a life of obedience? Are we spiritually alert to discern the times that we are in? Isaiah 33, 6 says that, For wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. 
The strength of your salvation. The fear of the Lord is my treasure. In these last days, it will call for stability of the spirit. In these last days, it will call for the strength of salvation. In these last days, it will call for wisdom. Because it is the wisdom of God that will make us stable in these last days. Because the things that we will encounter, if you are not stable with God, you will find yourself crumbling. Bible says that wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our times. One of the most prophetic words in the Bible says that in the last days, knowledge shall abound. Knowledge shall abound so much that the good will be turned into evil and the evil will be turned into good. Knowledge. It shall abound in the last days. And Daniel says something in Daniel 12. Verse 3 to 4. Daniel 12, verse 3 to 4. He says that, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Hallelujah. They that are wise, they shall shine forth as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness. In these last days, we are supposed to turn many unto righteousness. Women of God, we are supposed to turn many unto righteousness. Jesus said that this kingdom, the word of the Lord, has to be preached to the ends of the world, and then he will come. We need to turn many unto righteousness. Verse 4. But thou, O Daniel... Shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end, or for, to the end of the time. Many shall run through and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Hallelujah. We are in the last days. Everything is pointed to the fact that we are in the last days. And Bible says that the counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters. But it will take the man of understanding to draw it out. There is so much counsel that we need to draw out in these last days. And it will take us having understanding of it. Until then we cannot draw out this counsel. And that was why Paul says something in Ephesians 1.15. To 19. He said, from the day that I heard of your faith, I never ceased to pray for you. What was he praying about? That the Lord will fill you with the spirit of wisdom. With knowledge. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. In these last days, women of God, our eyes should be enlightened. Hallelujah. That we will know the hope of our calling. That we will know the assignment that has been placed on us. That we will be able to fulfill what God has deposited in our lives. That our purposes shall be unfolded. In these last days, we cannot be as any other ordinary woman. No. In this last day, we need to arise and fulfill what God has put in our lives. Are we ready in these last days? For surely he is coming. And his coming is so near. But as to whether we have done what has been assigned unto our lives. Once there is still time, once we are still waiting, once he has not come yet, there should be a turning point in our life again. Hallelujah. And do what God has asked us to do.
When a woman steps into her purpose, when a woman steps into what God has called her to be, she faces an opposition. So don't think that you don't have any opposition. No. Because from the beginning, when man fell at the Garden of Eden, when God came through and asked, there was something that God spoke against the serpent and God spoke against woman. He said, and God said, I will put enmity between you, the serpent, and the woman. And between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. And the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent and the serpent shall bruise her heel. From day one, we were a threat to the enemy and he became an opposition unto us. And that was why Revelation says something. When you look at Revelation 12, there was something remarkable that happened there. Revelation 12, the Bible says that there was a woman that was clothed with a sun and the moon under her feet and had a crown of 12 stars on her head and this woman was with a child in travail what was she carrying she was carrying a male child who was supposed to rule the nations with a rod of iron and bible says that the enemy sought after this woman because of what she was carrying there is a mandate upon your life there is a mantle upon your life and the enemy is seeking after that because he knows that when you show forth you will destroy his works. Bible said that this woman, she gave birth. And Bible said, God caught up this woman. But you know what happened? When you look at verse 13, Revelation 12, verse 13 to 17. Revelation 12, verse 13 to 17. And when the dragon saw that he was cast onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the male child. Verse 14. And to the woman were given the wings of a great eagle. Tonight, God will give us women the wings of a great eagle. Not the wings of a vulture. Not the wings of a cock. Not the wing of a crow. The Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. It is time that the Lord is bringing unto us the wings of a great, not just an ordinary eagle. No. Not an eaglet. No. The Bible says that the wings of a great eagle why? That she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half of a time from the face of the serpent. Bible says that she was taken to the wilderness to a place. Where is your place of nourishment? In these last days, we should seek the place of nourishment. Because the Bible says that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. In times of trouble, he is my refuge, my rock in whom I stand. Where is your place of nourishment? In these last days, 
you should find a place of nourishment as a woman of God because of what you carry, because of the mandate upon your life, because of the mantle upon your life, because of what you are about to birth. Bible says that the enemy will seek after you and he will try to destroy you. The Bible says that go into your place of nourishment from time to time that you will receive power to be able to withstand against the walls of the enemy because they will come after you but it will take those that have been nourished of the Lord. Hallelujah. The next verse. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. In these last days there shall be floods. But one thing my Bible says that if the enemy shall come like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. There is a standard of the spirit that helps us when we are encountering floods. But until we go into the place of nourishment to receive strength, the floods will come. But where do you stand? Will the Lord find you at your place of nourishment? That is where the standard of the Lord shall rise for you. Hallelujah. The next verse. The next verse, please. And the earth helped the woman. When the enemy spewed flood against the woman, Bible said that the earth helped the woman. The Lord helped us in these last days. Hallelujah. Because of what the Lord wants to do with our life, may he help us. And the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed the flood which the dragon cast out of her mouth. We shall not be overflowed because we serve a living God. That when the enemy shall come against us, Bible says that the earth shall open up and it will swallow the flood that none of us shall be swayed off. In these last days, women of God, we carry an assignment. We can't just be at ease any longer. Enough of the childish things. We need to rise unto maturity. The next verse. And the dragon was very angry with the woman. And went to war. You see, when he was not able to capture the woman. When the earth helped the woman. And swallowed the flood. And the woman escaped. Bible said that the dragon became very angry. And went to make war. With the remnant of her seed. We are the remnant of her seed. Let's get this straight. We are the remnant of the seed which keep the commandment of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. We have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So, listen. The enemy, we are a threat to him. So, he is doing everything possible to destroy us. That we cannot fulfill what God has destined into our lives. 
Bible said because he realized that the woman escaped because the flood could not overtake her. Bible says that he went after her seed. Those that are keeping the commandment. Are we not keeping the commandments of God? We are. Don't we have the testimony of the Lord? We have. Bible says that he went after the seed of the woman. Hallelujah. We have come to a kingdom for such a time like this. Now is our time. In this end time, now is our time. There was something that Mordecai told Esther. He said, do not feel comfortable at the palace. For how would you know that the Lord brought you to the palace for such a time like this? For if you hold your peace, deliverance will still come to the Jews. But you and your people shall be destroyed, even though you are a Jew. So know that God brought you into the palace for a purpose. Thank God that Esther hid to the advice of Mordecai. Thank God for the Mordecais that we have in our lives. That they shall bring us the counsel. And they shall take us back. That do not forget your assignment. You have an assignment. And you have been brought to the kingdom for such a time like this. Your time has come for you to shine forth. And fulfill what God has destined in your life. Thank God for the Mordecais in our life. Bible says that Mordecai said, no. I will not take off the sackcloth. Because it's a time of mourning. Because they seek after the Jews. You cannot be comfortable any longer in the palace because God took you there because God knew ahead what will happen to the Jews. That was why you were taken there. Not because of your beauty, not because of who you were, but you are a woman that was sent forth because at the end you are supposed to do your assignment by bringing deliverance unto the Jews. And Bible says that when it was said to Esther, thank God that she heeded to the advice in these last days when the Mordecai will come unto we the women to give us the instruction of the Lord let's not feel that we have arrived but let us take heed to the instructions of the Lord and do because we have been brought in for such a time like this Esther sent message and told Mordecai that gather all the people. It is time for women, for us to gather. When we are faced with the trial, it is not a time for complaining. It is not a time for murmuring. It is not a time of gossiping. It is a time of the gathering of the great women of God. As the men gather, as the congregation gather, so shall we. We have found ourselves in a small place. We shall also gather. He said, Mordecai, let the people gather and let us lay a three days fast. Because what I am about to do, it will cost my life. But I believe in what prayer can do. They went through three days. 
Esther also went through three days with her maidens. When it is time to fast, let's not take it for granted. Let us bring down the flesh that the spirit shall arise within us. Esther 5, 1 to 2. Now the fast is over. There is something I want us to take note there. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel. What you put on counts because the person you are going to is not an ordinary person. Because Bible says that when the king has not called you in and you go at a time that he has not called you in, if he, ha- he does not extend unto you the golden rod, the golden scepter, know that your life, you are dead. And Mordecai was asking her to go to the king and plead for the Jews. That was her fear. She said, the king has not called for me. But I will fast and pray. Because Bible says that the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. Just like rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wills. So shall the king turn the heart of the king. So now she's approaching the king. The first thing she did was to put on the royal apparel. In her fasting, she put on sackcloth. When the fasting is over, you no longer need the sackcloth. You no longer need the sackcloth. You need to go as a royal. And stood in the inner court of the king's house. How do you position yourself? Position yourself well so that the king will spot you. You don't need to go in. No. She didn't go in. She wore her royal apparel. And Bible says that she stood in the inner court. Where the king will spot her. The right location. Bless you, Omaga. And Bible says that. Media, please. Let's go back. And stood in the inner court of the king's house. Over the king's house. And the king sat upon his royal throne. In the royal house. Over the gates of the house. Verse 2. And it was so. When the king saw. You see. You don't need to rush. No. Let God himself work on the king. All you need to do is present yourself well and locate at the place that the king will see you. You don't need to go in. No, he will call for you. And it was so when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court that she obtained favor. In these last days, the Lord grant us favor. That is what solves the issue. Favor. 
she obtained favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter. That was in the hand. So Esther drew near. And see what she did. She touched the top of the scepter. Wisdom. 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 When the scepter is held onto you, you don't touch anywhere. You touch the top. Which shows that I am with a petition and I am humble before you. When I went through the scriptures and I said, let me do a little search about what it means to touch the top of the scepter. It was like, when you touch the, the top of the scepter, I am with a petition with all humility. That was the meaning of she touching. But until you have the wisdom, oh, no way. The stages of the rod signify something. The top is with humility. I ask for something. In these last days, let us seek after wisdom. That was what will sustain us as women in these last days. Peter says something, First Peter 4, 7. He said that for the end of all things has come. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. The end has come. We are in the last days. They are asking, what is the promise of his coming? Since ancient times, we heard that he was coming. Our forefathers talked about it, that he was coming. There is no sign that he is coming. But he gave us various signs that would tell us that he is coming. Bible said, just as the days of Noah was, they were eating and drinking. Life was so normal. Like the way life is being normal these times. That even the Christians are forgetting our assignments. And forgetting of the fact that he said, I go to prepare a place. And when I am done, I will come back and take you. That prophecy has to be fulfilled. Just as the days of Noah so shall his coming be. Bible said that they were eating and they were drinking. They were mocking Noah. But until the floods came, until Noah entered the ark. And when I read Genesis 7, 16, Bible said that when Noah entered the ark, it was God who shut the door. It was not Noah. If it was Noah, he can open up. Bible says that when Noah entered the ark, God shut the door. And the flood started. The flood started. For 40 days, the flood started. Bible says that everywhere was covered. When I read and he said, even the hills were covered. Even the mountains were covered. That tells you the death of the flood. If you can imagine how high a mountain is. And the mountains were covered. Bible says that they were doing things their normal way until the floods came. We are in the end time. We need to be in the ark. 
We need to be in the ark. We are in the end times. Very soon he is coming. Matthew 24 tells us about all the signs. But when you read Matthew 24, Jesus, the signs that he gave were when you see, when you hear, when you see, when you hear. Then Paul also says something in 2 Timothy 3. His perilous times, he talked about the human behavior. That in the last days, perilous times shall come. And all the things that he listed had to do with human behavior. Are we experiencing these things in the last days? We are. As a woman of God, where is your stand? Tonight, there are certain things that God wants us to take a particular look to. The essential things that we need to do. That we can survive in these last days as women. One. Maintain a very strong personal altar of relationship with God. Very important. We need to go deeper with God as women in these last days. We need to have our focus on God. What is our priority in these last days? Develop a personal relationship with God. Two, understand the times we are living in. We are in the latter part of the last days. The enemy is after our lives. He is after the mandate upon us. He's after our assignment. And what he's doing is that he's setting multiple traps against us. He will not set one trap. And you escape or say, I'll be able to beat down this. No. He's setting multiple traps. That when you escape this one, if you are not vigilant and careful, you will fall into the other. He set his traps such that he will be able to ensnare you. Understand the times that we are in. That is why Peter said, be sober, be vigilant for your enemy, the adversary. He is seeking for whom he will devour, but resist him steadfast, not once, but continually resist him. Because he wants to destroy your mandate. He wants to destroy your purpose. I want us to look at 1 John 2, 15 to 17. 1 John 2, 15 to 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. Verse 17. And the world is passing away. And the last thereof. But he that does the will of God abides forever. Are there women who are willing to do the will of God? If you are willing to do his will, then you will abide in these last days. Descend the times. Wake up. It is time to wake up. 
Romans 13, 11 to 12. Enough of the sleep. Romans 13, 11 to 12. And knowing, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. Forget about what has gone on. That is past. The night is far spent. Now the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. It is now. Now is the time. Let us put on the armor of light. Because where there is light, darkness cannot be there. Where there is light, you see your way. It is time to cast off the darkness and put on the armor of light. Hallelujah. The third thing. Refuse to be swayed by the wind of falsehood and deception. In these last days, refuse to be swayed by the wind of falsehood and deception. One thing about deception, which is so sad, is, is that at times the person who is being deceived does not know that he's being deceived. Because one can say we need foundation there. So whatever you are being told, you accept it. But that is deceit. But until you get yourself grounded with the word of God, you'll be swayed. Bible says that false prophets will come. They shall perform the miracles that the genuine ones are doing. That if we are not careful, Jesus said it in Matthew 24, 24. Please give me Matthew 24, 24. He says that if you are not careful, it is so real that if you are not careful, he said, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophet and shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. It will be so real. That if we are not careful, they shall deceive the very elect. But thank God the Bible says that test all spirits. Try all spirits. But until you know this word and until you know his word, you can be deceived. Woman of God, in these last days, let's not follow the winds of falsehood. No. No. They will deceive us. Hallelujah. The next thing I want us to look at is be determined to have an encounter with Jesus always. In these last days. Be determined to have an encounter with Jesus always. And I want to talk about Mary Magdalene. Bible says that whilst it was still dark, on Sunday morning, she went to the tomb where Jesus was laid. 
And when she got there, the stone had been rolled away. Bible said that she ran to Peter and John. He said, the master is not there. They came with her to the tomb. Bible said that Mary stood afar. Peter and John, they entered. When they entered, they saw the cloth that was used to lay Jesus. They saw the headkerchiefs on the place that he was laying. Oh, Mary, Jesus, Oniha. Bible says that they went to their home. John 20, verse 10. Bible says that after they went in, they testified that Jesus was not there. They went to their home. John 20, verse 10 to 16. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. I didn't cheer, Mary. I didn't. What's it? Yes, Yo, Yaba, Yehu, Oniho. They went back to their home. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. What's it mean? Near Wafa Yesu, no Sanfen Embra. She was coming for the dead body of Jesus, but he was alive. He said she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. The next verse. And see two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet. On one and tau, she stood afar. They that entered the tomb, they came out. They went to their home. She said, until I see him, I am not going because I need to carry my Lord. She said, when she stooped there and she looked, then she saw two angels in the tomb. One at the head and one at the feet. Where Jesus, where the body of Jesus had lain. The next verse. And they say unto her, woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, because they have taken away my Lord. And I know not where they have laid him. The next verse. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if ye have borne him thence, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus that showed the kind of love she had for Jesus. What is the level of our love for our Lord? That will cause us to wait until we get solutions. The next verse. Jesus said unto her, Mary! She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni. Until Jesus mentioned her name, she never knew that it was Jesus that was standing by her. We need to develop the ways that we can have an encounter with him, that we can hear him speak unto us. In these last days, women of God, don't be in a rush to leave his presence. 
Have an encounter with him until he gives you the instructions. Have an encounter with him until you hear his voice. That was what Mary did. When she lingered and she waited, she saw what the disciples didn't see. She heard him speak. She was the first to hear Jesus speak after his resurrection. It is time for us to have an encounter with him. Because in, his, in the waiting, that is when we receive instructions. In these last days, we need instructions. To be able to wait and fulfill our purpose. Hallelujah. The next thing I want us to look at is remain under strong pastoral coverage. Why am I saying this? We have a lot of church prostitutes. We keep hoping. And they see we are pure. Now you call. Remain. In these last days, deception will abound. When the disciples ask Jesus, what do we look out for in these last days? The first thing he said unto him was, take heed that no man deceives you. Remain under strong pastoral coverage. Because the Bible says that they shall come in sheep clothing, but they are wolves. Lie in wait to deceive silly women. That is what the Bible says. Lie in wait to capture the hearts of silly women. But we are not silly women. We are women of God that knows the scripture. That knows how to subject ourselves under authority. Because the Bible says that I will give you pastors according to my own heart. That shall feed you with wisdom. So when you find yourself under a man of God. God has placed him there to feed you. To feed you. You are hoping. When it is time for you to be fed, you are hoping. You are chasing after miracles. Enough of the miracles. When Jesus came, he did those miracles. And he said, greater works shall we do. It is good to do the miracles. But in the days that we are in, no longer will miracles save us. It will take the word of God that we receive into our hearts. That is what will sustain us as women in these last days. Remain. Under the coverage of your man of God. And just be like the people of Berea. He said the people of Berea, they were noble men. They were not like the people of Thessalonica. Why? Because after Paul has preached unto them, they go back to their homes and they search the scriptures to be sure that what Paul is telling me, it is truly the word of God. There was an adage I saw on Facebook. It said that if you are noted for hopping from one church to the other, one day you will find yourself at a shrine. Thinking it is a church, you are doomed. Remain. 
in these last days, let's not seek after miracles. Let's not seek after then we will find who prophet. No, it will take the Bible and the word of God for us to be sustained in these last days as women. No more. It is good when it is time for the miracles to happen. God does it his own way. But that is not our foundation. Our foundation is the word of God. And Bible says that your ways were found and I did eat them. It's the word of God. And let it be within you and rejoicing. When it is time for us to be fed, let us stay to be fed. That is what will sustain us as women in these last days. The last thing that I will close is that live ready. Live your life in all readiness. Very soon he is coming. He can come at any time. Women of God, let's be like the five virgins. Let's not be like the foolish ones. Bible says these virgins, they took their lamp and they took extra oil. Extra oil that will keep their lamp burning. In these last days, we need to keep our lamp burning. We need to be wise to have the extra oil. Because the groom is coming. Bible says that when he comes, those that are ready, they are the people that he's inviting to the marriage feast. Let's not be like the foolish virgins. Let's have the oil of the Lord. Let's keep our lamps burning. Let's not run out of oil, no. Whilst we tarry, we may not know when he is coming. But whilst we tarry, we should still have the oil to keep the lamp burning. That when he comes, we are in a state of readiness to receive him. Hallelujah. The Lord bless his word. Amen. The Lord bless you so much. Amen. <laughs>